Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, for all on the bench, uh, with you, hour number two later, uh, Jim Ozarski uh, will join us from uh, Milwaukee to talk about the Bucks' problems and what's going on with them. They got their ass beat tonight by uh, Toronto in Milwaukee, and they've dropped five in a row after winning three in a row. And, of course, uh, you heard Giannis the other day say, it's not the end of the world. That was after they lost four in a row. And uh, at what point does it become um, a problem? You know, because they're just, they're losing and they're not looking good at all. Now they, they're going again tomorrow night against the Thunder. I'm sure they'll probably get their act together and, and finish them off and get back to uh, winning, get in the win column at the very least. But we'll talk to him about their problems uh, later this hour. So Brooklyn up 46-33 on uh, the Lakers, and I'm just watching. Like, so take a look. Uh, Pope right now is arguing the call. Every single whistle, it doesn't matter. It it, it is the easiest call in the world or the worst. They argue every single one, every single whistle. All you have to do is watch. Watch the game. Tell me I'm high. Tell me I'm crazy. Tell me I'm tripping because I'm not. It's every single whistle. They complain. They cry about every call. I've never seen anything like it. Now, your boy LeBron, he's like, uh, he's the master of ceremonies. Your boy is just absolutely, he's like Oscar winning. He, he's he got it down to a science manipulating the refs. He's got them literally in his pocket. He gets every call. And then he works them like he jimmies the refs like no other. Oh, Harden to the ten and he misses the layup, the duck. But he had a beautiful move. Beautiful move to get to the ten, but he missed it flat out. And then the other way, you get the Harold dunk. So that's a uh, turnover or a miss and then a transition bucket. Caruso saved it from going out of bounds, threw it back in, and they get the dunk from Harold at the other end. So uh, that looked like a layup for Harden. Easy points, easy money. Uh, goes the other way and turns into a dunk for Harold and two points for the Lakers. But then your boy Joe Harris knocks down a three. God, Harris's numbers are phenomenal this year, Mafia. I sent you a story today at one point or another. Uh, do you remember seeing that one of all of his numbers, his offensive numbers, shooting threes? Um, I mean, everything is staggering what he's doing shooting the rock. Uh, the guy's just been like, and he really doesn't shoot that much. You know what I mean? But he does, he makes the most of his looks and he nails them and he buries and he daggers threes. And the guy uh, is putting up just amazing numbers. I saw yeah, 53% these... from the field, 50% from three. I mean, that's crazy, right? I mean, he's actually uh, doing things that, that, you know, we haven't seen in a while. 
Guys shooting 50% for the floor and 50% plus from three. Who does that besides no one? It's crazy. 52-39 nets. He just hit another one, your boy Harris. We welcome in our radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 204, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Sports Map Radio, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio, Hoorah, Soldier, Hoorah. It's Pharrell on a bench. I'm Pharrell with Mafia tonight. The number's 844-843-6879 to get on the bench. So four and change left at Staples in the second, and it's an 11-point net lead over the Lakers. Kuzma's got 12. He's hit two threes in this game. Harden, oh no, another Joe. Another Joe from the corner. Joe Harris is just going off, and Matthews is hurt. Matthews is on the floor, down, and limping horribly. He's limping. He's going to the bench. I got to see what happens. Oh, man, he got nailed. I don't know if that was bone on bone is what that was. I'd have to see it again, but that looked like bone on bone knee. He's he's in a ton of pain. There you go. Wesley Matthews, he can hit those dagger threes, too, and he brings out his bow and arrow. But Joe Harris is absolutely scintillating tonight. I've seen him stroke like three in a row, Mafia. The guy's just going off. You talked about his numbers before. Uh, it has been impressive. Right now he's got 13. He's hit four threes in the game. He's four of five from outside. Harden's got 12, two, and seven. Kyrie's done nothing. He's got five, but four dimes. And then Kuzma, the 12 spot. LeBron, a 10 spot, 10-2-5 and five for LeBron. Mafia told me today how excited he was to uh, think of the future when LeBron's documentary comes out on Bronny and Sierra Canyon uh, High School. That'll be a, a thrill for everyone to watch the uh, high school Bronny movie, a movie about his son playing basketball. Do you think that he'll play basketball with his son in the NBA, Moff? Yeah, I'm sure one way or another, you know, even if he's not good enough, I'll get him signed just so they can play together. And then after he retires, and then they could get released. You think he'll be the president of the United States one day? No, I do not. The Rock will be, though. The Rock will be the president of the United States, but not LeBron James. It's blasphemy. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Your search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of of sports sports talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, Pharrell on the bench. So uh, Kyrie's got nine. Uh, and then uh, now all of a sudden, uh, 62-45. I mean, they're kicking their ass at this point. They got a lot of work to do. The Nets have a long way to go. Uh, they certainly looked uh, pretty good in this first half in Los Angeles. Still two and change left before the intermission. And uh, Lakers just trying to fight their way back into it. LeBron can't get much going. Shoots a brick. But it looks like Kuzma saves it from going out of bounds, and they keep it. They have not looked really sharp against the Nets tonight. I don't know what just happened. The the picture just went out. I don't even know. Did you see that? Did it go out where you are, Mafia? Like right in the middle of the shot. It it went on your feet. So I think someone stood from the camera or something. Or something, because it went black. 62-48 now. When Caruso was shooting that three, uh, it went black. But uh, now they're missing all of a sudden the Nets. After, uh, and turning it over. After I saw Harris hitting all those threes, they looked fantastic. And then, remember when I said Harden missed the layup, and they went down and got the Harold dunk? Since then, they've gotten all kinds of sloppy and started turning it over, started giving up buckets, started uh, not getting rebounds on Laker misses. So it's 62-48. You know, here's a problem with Green trying to stop LeBron, and he does a turnaround fadeaway and buries it. So it's a 12-point game. It went from being a 17-point game to 12 faster than you could spit. This thing will go, you know, it just it's bound to go to the wire, isn't it? No lead is safe. Uh, you know, your big 17-point lead turns into nothing. Now they turn it over against Shamit with a lousy pass that gets picked. Anyway, I, I thought they're going to give LeBron that call. Did you think that ball went off LeBron when he, he lost control of it? And now they're not going to show it because he, he's getting the call. But I thought that ball, he lost it. And then it rolled off of him, and now he's shooting free throws. Not only not only did they blow the whistle, that I thought the ball was just out of bounds. They're giving him free throws too. Jesus, how about a new car too? I don't know what that was. I have to see it again because all I saw was him losing the ball out of bounds, and I thought it went off of him after he after he got it stripped. I thought it went back and hit him again. 
He missed the second free throw. He got his own free throw. What's this call now? Look at them complaining again. They're crying again. They complain about every call, even when it's on them. Like the free throw, they they called something. I can't tell because I got no volume. I'm sitting in here doing a show. Uh, like, you know, in the, I can't hear anything. I'm just visually watching it. So I don't know what these uh, bad calls are, but he missed the free throw and they called something. It looked like a, a line. They jumped over the line or something and waved it off. But uh, they got back within 11. And there's, you know, they still have to shoot. So the Lakers are going to get the last possession after Kyrie bricks on a turnaround in the lane. So. I mean, they had a 17-point lead, 17-point lead, and now the Lakers can get it to single digits. And you know who's got the 10? LeBron with a bucket. That's what happens. You can't stop him. He's like a freight train. He goes right through you. So now you get the Nets with the last shot with a nine-point lead. So eight points they they whacked and chopped off there like with a machete right off the lead. It was 17, and now it's nine. And look at your boy Harden. He finally gets a call. Jesus. The guy goes through there and he gets his, every limb taken off his body. And then he finally gets a call after he has seven broken bones. So there's one second left and Harden will go to the line in terms of uh, the first half at Staples. It's pretty good stuff. We're going to talk to Jim Lazarski later this hour about what's wrong with the Bucks, And then I just wanted to check that uh, game in Golden One, Sacramento. It's been heat for the most part. Uh, 57-43 at the half. So they're up 14 and rolling over the Kings. Raptors already beat the Bucks 110-96. And uh, this game now a 10-point game after Harden hit the first. So uh, in terms of what's going on in uh, hockey... Right now, Kings-Coyotes, eight minutes left, tied at two in the desert. Wild lead the Ducks, 2-0 on the pond, 11 minutes left in the second. The Penguins beat the Islanders 4-1. to one. And uh, they were up 3 nothing in that game over the Islanders. Stopped the Islanders' point streak at eight. Uh, they were on fire. They were winning. And then uh, the last time they lost was to the Penguins. And then they turn around, beat everybody else, and then they went to Pittsburgh tonight and lost to the Penguins. Devils, 3-2 over the Bruins. How about that? I even said that today on Coast to Coast. The Devils have the Bruins number. So do the Islanders. The Bruins beat everyone else. They own everyone, but they lose to the Islanders and Devils. It's the craziest thing. The Rangers, in a shootout tonight, beat the Flyers 3-2 now. A win's a win's a win is two points, all I know. But I, didn't Philly play with, like, I think some of the players' wives uh, suited up? They had no one to play. The whole team has COVID. Aren't they supposed to play in Tahoe this weekend at that outdoor classic? They are. The I think they're missing, got... like, seven guys. I mean, honestly, why are they even playing that game? They, they all have the Hanta. It's unbelievable. I can't believe the Rangers beat them tonight, but with no players, I can believe it. Uh, Blue Jackets, 3-0 over the Predators. The Leafs finally spanked the Senators, 7-3. They got to Matt Murray. Capitals, 3-1 over the Sabres. And the Blues in overtime. Winners over the Sharks, 3-2.
Now, I heard uh, that score of that Zag game as Gonzaga covered. Remember, they were laying 20 in a hook. They won 87-65. What a drag. I mean, if they would have hit one more bucket, they would have covered by a hook, Mafia. I had 21, and I still lost. Oh, God, I still lost by one, Mafia. What could be worse? I mean, honestly, you try to bet against them, it's like sticking your hand in a wood chipper. How about this one? Rutgers, I gave you the number with the nine. They covered against Michigan, but I would never bet on Rutgers in the state of New Jersey. They were going to butt kick in that game for a while in the second half, too. They must have come back with the back door cover. I know that I would never uh, bet on them or Seton Hall, but all my friends in Vegas will. <laughs> They're not afraid to bet on anything. I don't know. I don't believe in rules and such. When we started living like freaky beatniks, I don't want to uh, like listen to people tell me where I can bet, honestly. Is that bother you, Mafia? We don't that believe they, uh, in rules like we gave them up when we started living like freaky beatniks. That was actually Mafia right there. When he drinks too much, uh, Gentleman Jack, he starts talking like a hippie. It's the craziest thing. He's stressed out. It's all right. I, you know, when he's stressed out, he doesn't feel right. I always tell him it's... It's probably best if you just reach into the cupboard and drink some Gentleman's Jack. It's a good idea to, if you're having problems, you're having stress, you're not feeling good, everything's got you down, you're depressed, you're manic, I always tell Mafia to thumb up and drink some whiskey. And it'll all be okay in the morning when you wake up and you, and you smell a little bit on the sofa. You got a little drool on your chin. Later, Jim Ozarski in Brewtown on a bench. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. 
Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Yeah, yeah, it's Pharrell. Anyway, I was looking at uh, some of these other games uh, in college basketball, and there's a bunch of them. Just for the sake of uh, San Diego, what's up, San Diego? Uh, 71-60, the Toreros over Santa Clara tonight. Very impressive. Anyway, UCLA beat Arizona by 14. I hit that. I hit the Bruins to uh, win outright. And I think I was laying one and a half. Hit Michigan to win. Rutgers covered the nine. Gonzaga to win. But I had that 21 and they lost by 22. Uh, the Zags beat St. Mary's by 22. And I uh, felt like saying, drag. Austin P. 79-57 over Edwardsville. Hit that. I think I got burned on uh, Murray State. I got to look that up. It's very important. Yeah, I got burned on that game. I always know when I lose a bet. Uh, here you go. And Utah disappointed me tonight. Oregon State kicked their ass 74-56. I was, like, buying into the Utes the last uh, few weeks. And then uh, tonight they just let me down. High disappointment there. Disappointed in those kids. BYU, uh, I told you they'd kick Pacific's ass. 80-52, to 52 they did. Belmont, and I hit Jackson State with the 12-and-a-half. My, my, uh, Jacksonville uh, State covered against Belmont. Remember, Belmont's like, whatever, 19-1. and one. And uh, Jacksonville State, they can score. They lost 63-59 with the double cover. Ohio State by 10 over Penn State. The double cover. Illinois State beat Bradley 88-71 at Bradley. I'm a little surprised about that. Iowa kicked Wisconsin's ass 77-62. Uh, Wichita State, I hit that spread over Houston. They beat them outright at home 68-63. Shockers. Shocker. Got to love them. Win by five. Cover the spread. Everybody's happy. They're underway. Stanford and Washington up in Seattle, 6-2 Cardinal early on. Washington State doubling up Cal, 46-26, right before the half in Pullman. It's a beautiful place to go for a long walk in the woods just to get some me time in. San Diego State is pelting Fresno 44-26. They were laying 13 or 14 on the road. I was like, do it. 15 minutes left. Aztecas. And then uh, Rado, 5-4 on the Ducks in Eugene. Five minutes in. They're underway. The Ducks and the Buffs. My boy Tab Boyle. What up, kid? Up, up there in Boulder rocking things. 
They had a good program going there now. What do you think, Mafia? Anything uh, tonight that uh, shocked you in college basketball? Or, you know, uh, was it Rutgers? I mean, was it Ohio State? Was it Iowa? Was it Wichita? What what, what got your uh, eye tonight? I mean, there wasn't really anything to me that, that stood out outside the... I mean, Wichita over Houston, I think, is a good win for them. But it's not too shocking because Houston's had their issues, you know, with the COVID situation. They, they've had to shut down a couple times now. They've had... A long gauge shutdown. It wasn't even like, you know, some of these schools where it's like a week or two. I think it's been multiple shutdowns for them, like back to back. So them coming out here a little stale against Wichita State is a good team. Isn't that surprising to me? You know, it's an upset, but not a huge one given what's going on. Uh, I mean, I was just better than Wisconsin. Penn State has had a rough season all year. So Ohio State should have beat them. They probably should have beat them by more than 10. And then, I mean, I guess. Rutgers coming back and covering against Michigan because they were down 13-14 when I was watching before I switched over to the NBA. Michigan's just a better team. Rutgers started off hot. They looked great. And then since they've gotten to the Big Ten, it's been up and down for them. Much better, obviously, at the rack than they are on the road. So going to Michigan was not a game they should have won. So uh, the Heat are underway at Sacramento 70-49. to They're kicking the Kings' ass at Golden 1. I got to at least look at that uh, box to see who's lighting it up. Olenek has 14 and 6. Adebayo, 10 and 8. None, 16 points. Tyler Hero, sandwich, 14. He's 7 of 9 from the floor. Only 0 for 1 from downtown. I've talked at great length about how they're just not the same without uh, the Dragon Dragic in the lineup. At least I don't think they are. Uh... Tonight, Butler has nine, six, and eight. I just think when they rely on him too much to do everything at both ends of the floor, they look different than when he's got, in my view, more energy, more space, more time when Drogic has the ball. And when Drogic brings the rock up and has the offense at his hand off the dribble, and the way he gets to the 10 and the shots that he puts in and the circus shots he throws in, that guy's got fantastic touch uh, around the rock and in the paint and, and down low, you know, at the 10. He can put it off the glass with kisses. He'd switch hands. He could do everything. And without him in the lineup, I think that, but you know, Buckets has to do twice as much. He's got the ball twice as much. You know, sometimes... I think he's better coming off the ball and uh, away from the ball and, and, you know, off screens. And when he gets space, he's he's lethal. He's not a guy that really, in my view, uh, pulls up from three that often. He really doesn't. I think he's a guy that comes off of uh, screens with some space and then drives. He gets that step on you and you're toast. Or he, uh, you know shakes you and bakes you and gets rid of you with a step back or whatever. He knows how to find uh, buckets, too, in the in the lane. He goes right down and self-parks. He doesn't mess around with valet. He goes in and does it himself. He He's bouncing off bodies to get to the glass and, and get the buckets. He's got nice touch, too, and, and he's got Jimmy on the ball. He can slide it off the window and put it in all kinds of ways. I just think he's better with uh, Dragon in the lineup. I really do. I don't think they look like the same team. Everybody's like, 
They suck. They're, they, they've hit a wall. They're disappointing. These are the same guys that uh, even, you know, that went to the finals, even with Iggy and everything else. Iggy's washed. I mean, he's just riding them for that coin now. He's got that money coming in off of that deal to play down there for uh, two years, whatever it was. So he's got two tonight. He, he does nothing anymore. It's like end of the road for him. I'm not tripping either, am I? I don't think I am. So it's like, you know, Robinson, Hero, Nunn, Adebayo, Butler, Olenek. That's, and I like the kid, uh, Precious Achua. I do like him. He's not doing anything tonight, but I've seen him in there. Uh, playing and uh, getting a lot of rebounds, banging, going after uh, offensive tips. He's a good rookie. I, I like that kid. I, I think he's got a future with that team. Uh, they'll turn him into something. I think uh, Spolstra will do a good job with him, making him a better player. He's already got talent. It's, it's written all over him. But he's just like a, a diamond. He needs to be refined. He needs to be worked on, but I think he can have a sick game. And really, uh, tonight I was noticing why they were kicking the Kings' ass. It's because Fox and Heald are taking the night off. They both have five points. Fox, two of six. Heald, two of ten from the floor. And then they got the big seven-footer white side. He's worthless, too. He's got five points. Like These guys are taking the night off. I mean, it's funny, too, because Miami's not playing well. So you, you were in a position to take advantage of that. But like everybody else did, the Warriors caught them sleeping last night with a big lead and, and came back on them and beat them. So they're underway now at Staples in the second half. And they're trying to uh, build on this lead they have. But they just missed a Harris bunny at the rim, another layup that they miss. Uh, I've seen Brown miss them. I've seen uh, Harris miss layups now. And i even seen Harden miss a layup in this game. Little bunnies, little two-footers they can't stick in. It's unbelievable. So uh, they're up 64-53 early, a minute into the third uh, in L.A. It's the game of the night. Brooklyn on their West Coast trip hanging out with the champion Lakers in Lipstick City at Staples. Harden putting on a show. Kyrie dealing. It's all happening here. Oh, your boy. Look at him. Finding Harris in the corner. Yes. <laughs> From downtown. Harris has been nailing. I think he's got five threes at least. It's unbelievable. They just, uh, it's stunning to me that no one guards him. <laughs> just leave this guy standing alone and he just jacks threes. He's shooting 50% from three. The guy's absolutely left untouched. He's got so much space, the guy could cook dinner. Seriously. Oh, I, he had already, he has five. Like, he had four before, and then he just hit another one, so he's got five. But uh, he's five of six. He's lighting it up. They don't even guard him. Harden passes it to him like he's laughing. Like, no one's going to guard this guy? All right, watch this. And then he nails it. Uh, Jim Osarski will join us next from Milwaukee to talk about uh, the Bucks' problems. They lost again tonight. Toronto kicked their ass in Milwaukee. It's Pharrell on a bench. Is America's primary system working? 
Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. As you continue listening to Sports Grid, ask yourself and be honest. Am I listening enough? Probably not. 16 hours a day. That's all we ask. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. So I lost you there uh, for a minute, Mafia. I thought I was uh, going to sink. I thought I was going to drown right there without you. No life fest for Pharrell. Man overboard. Do we have our boy Jim in Brewtown with us? All right, Jim Mozarski is with the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I can't keep track of this guy. He's so popular. He was in Cincinnati, and then he's in Milwaukee. He's like the main guy. He's got the big article. Everybody reads his stuff. And then he's like moving around, sneaking around on me in the middle of the night. Nobody even sees him leave. He's like Art Modell. He leaves in the middle of the night and moves to Milwaukee. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Things are good. Things are good. And, uh, you know, the, the, the mafia always does find me. So you can count on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's crazy. So, uh, tell me how that worked out for you. Like, how did that all come about? Like, uh, I don't think you've told me the story, have you? Yeah, well, it's uh, so I, I've been based in Milwaukee for a while. Cincinnati was was a little bit of a a detour. I love being there, and then a chance to cover the Packers came up with the Journal Sentinel, so I had to had to jump on that, and then. You know, um, you know, after covering an MVP season, I said, "Oh, hey, uh, why not go check out the other MVP in town?" No, uh, just a, just some, you know, inner workings of the Journal Sentinel and and the, the position open. I covered the NBA, man, back in 
12, 13, 14. So I, I've got a little bit of experience with Giannis and, and this organization in the game. So it was just, uh, it was good to switch it up, you know, try to keep, uh, as, as you know, look, if you can get your, your toes and your fingers in different things and, and keep it moving, man, that's, uh, that's always good. That's, uh, also survival. I think it's great. And I think it's cool. I, I think I do remember at some point or another, you were going to, uh, do this uh the more i think about it i just don't know if i've had you on th- this network to talk about it i knew i had you on cbs talking about it maybe at the time that it happened so let me ask you did you enjoy uh covering that packer season until that title game yeah it's uh it was really interesting you know i, I actually switched uh from let's see the the, the packers were 7 and 2 7 and 3 right when this, the NBA decided to start. I mean, that, that's kind of the thing to remember is, is they decided, hey, we're going to push the, you know, the pedal down and, and start this season early. So, yeah, I, I switched um, after about eight, nine, ten weeks. <laughs> the NFL season jumped right in. Then I was on Giannis at the Kubo Supermax watch. You know, I went from one MVP to another if he would stay or not, which was obviously the biggest store in the NBA this offseason. So, yeah, it's been – it has been a, a wild ride these last few months. So when you uh, saw them give this guy all that money, and now you know he's committed to staying there, whether he likes it or not, seems like he likes it. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have done it. Uh, I think he likes playing there. Boy, he's had to learn the hard way, though, uh, playing for that franchise. They haven't had uh, much luck in the postseason. No, they haven't. And I mean, the first thing, yes, he, if Milwaukee suits his personality, he's, he's a family based guy. He's been that way since, you know, coming over from Greece, you know, back in when he was drafted. Um, so the idea that he can kind of walk around Milwaukee, you know, be here and no one really bothers him. He can go get a burger after a game, you know, it's just, uh, he's that kind of superstar, if you will. Uh, but now, yes, in terms of the postseason, I mean, look, they just lost their fifth straight game tonight, and right. they're going through a, a really bad growing pain. But it was set up this way <laughs> to get further in the postseason. It, John Horst, the general manager, had to retool, reshape this whole roster because they couldn't they they couldn't get to the NBA Finals. So um, he's in. You're right. I mean, he bought in. He re-upped. Um, he's he is with it, and and tonight we just talked to him right before I got on the phone with you. Um, he says he's not frustrated. He says this is part of it. It's not fun, but he knows there's a bigger goal in mind, and and obviously it's kind of a hurry you up and wait till you know end of May for that. Well, you know he, had, he still had a double double tonight, twenty three and twelve. I think he's you know automatic every night to produce those type of numbers. Uh, just with his ability and his size, his length, his speed, his quickness off the dribble, and he just owns guys. Like, uh, there's no doubt that he's a, a force to be reckoned with uh, watching him play. Like, I watched the game tonight. I have to say, though, uh, Jim, that I think that uh, they looked horrible tonight, and I, I just – I don't understand. They won three in a row, then they lose five in a row – and uh, I, I said at one point on the show, I'm like, I, they seem like to me that it's as if they don't even like the other night he said, 
uh, it's not the end of the world. We lost four in a row. Then tonight, five in a row. He's not worried. He's not this, he's not that. Because I don't think they care anymore about having the best record, the best team, winning the division, and all this other stuff. Because it got them nothing before. And I think now they're just like, okay, let's work on our team, work on everything, our rotations, our defense, uh, ball movement, and, you know, chemistry and get it right for the playoffs because they play like a team, in my opinion, that just goes through the motions now. Well, it, well, you're right in the sense that it, it is about the long-term goal. I think if they were to, to make the Eastern Conference playoffs as the three seed with whatever record that is, but they go to the finals, they don't care, right? And, and nobody in Milwaukee is going to care. Now, I, I – I, I, I don't think they're going through the motions. I think really the Drew Holiday absence. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that they've lost uh, four of the five. Uh, every game they've lost right now, he hasn't been here with, with the health and safety protocols. And look, you know this. When these NBA teams go top heavy and they create these big threes, well, what does that mean? It means maybe that depth isn't as good, right? Or those, those role players um, – you know, if they're being asked to do more than they can, maybe they're not the kind of guys that can do that. And they're missing Holiday. I mean, it, they finally started to cut your rhythm. You mentioned the win streak. Um, they they were 16 and eight, uh, number one offense. They they got the defense back into the top ten. It was starting to look good, and then Holiday goes into health and safety protocol, and it, they've hit the skids offensively, defensively. And they're, you know, they're trying to build stuff around Holiday to a degree, especially defensively, Scott. And I just, with him not there, you're seeing the effects of that. And, and uh, who knows when he'll be back? I mean, the health and safety stuff is, you know, that's always kind of a mystery. Right. You, you hope the best for him. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think they're going through the motions, but it might look like that because I think they're kind of lost because they, they started to find a rhythm and then it was taken away, right? And now they're trying to figure it out again. You know, I, I got to say, though, uh, you know, I took the Raptors tonight in seven uh, because that team is annoying and they just keep coming at you for 48 minutes. And then they got a bunch of guys that can really you know, put the ball in the hole. And I took them to, to cover. I still thought the Bucks were going to win the game. And the reason why I think uh, that they seem like they're going through the motions like it's no big deal to them that uh, they've lost five in a row. They're even saying stuff like that is that when I go back to the game that they played with the uh, Nets, the 125-123 game, do you remember? And and the Nets beat them uh, yeah. by a bucket. That was that was the best game of the season in the NBA. That was the best game. Not even the Nets beating the Suns the other night in in Phoenix was as close as that Bucks Nets game. So my question is, since then, it's like nothing has mattered to them, if you ask me. And then, but that was that was the game that really I want to see. Do you think that the Bucks could beat the Nets in a seven game series? Oh wow. Um... I mean, I have to go with, with what I've seen, and that's that was look that was the Nets without Kyrie that's uh, right. as well. And so, right now, no, I, I have to I have to go with what I've I have seen. What I've seen is is the Bucks do play up to their competition. They're other than Utah, and I think right now Utah is just they're blowing everybody out of the water. So I don't know if losing twice to the Jazz 
is a bad thing. But they, they, you know, Boston went down to the wire. Uh, you're right, Brooklyn down to the wire. Phoenix down to the wire. Like so, they play up. I mean, these are good players when Holiday is there. Um, but no, I think Brooklyn is the is. I think they're better than Philadelphia too when they're all healthy. Now I guess that'll be the thing, right? Me too. You know, if those guys can can go, but let's assume they they all can. I mean, I think it goes seven, though. I mean, I think the Bucks know how to defend and they can get shots. And um, you're right; it went down to the buzzer. And look, you know, I, I think it goes seven. I mean, look, Chris Middleton got a great look in that corner three; it rattled in and out. Right? If that goes in, they win. Right. And right. and it's a different conversation. It's one it's one possession. So yeah, I, I do think Brooklyn would get that series at this point. But uh, I think by I, then, I think... if Holiday's back, the Bucks should be in it. Right. I think you know honestly, um, it, it, people have said to me that uh, they think you know uh, like Philly and then Boston and then I, I but the the team that that I think has proven that they can do damage and win is uh, we already know Brooklyn. We already know Brooklyn's going to be one of the teams, and then I think it's the Bucks. And I've said a number of times, I said, I think they actually might play better defense than the, the Nets, in in essence, overall. Because I don't think the Nets play defense. I think they just outscore everybody and beat you and just keep running it down your throat and just keep scoring and hitting threes and alley-oop dunks and, and beautiful runners and floaters and baseline turnarounds. They're sickening. They can't be stopped. But they, they can't stop anybody. But I think the Bucks could actually, because they've been in a lot of these, you know, series, that they could actually turn it into more of a war than the Nets want because of defense. Am I crazy? No, I, I don't think so. I, I, no. Um, and that's, look, again, we're, we're going to assume health. You've got Brooke Lopez is an all-defensive player. So is Giannis. So is Drew Holiday. And the thing is, is, is Milwaukee's so interesting because middle, Chris Middleton, I don't know. He, I mean, these last couple of games have not been great, but he, he said could be, should be an all-star for a third straight year. Drew Holiday was an all-star once, but they're not right. they the can sexy light it all-stars. They can play. They're just not, yeah. you know, it, it, it's like Giannis signing here for five years. So, no, you're not crazy. I, I think they can play defense and get a stop and make it hard and, and, Yes, James Harden is great at the step back three, but sometimes those aren't as easy if it's two steps further back from where you where you want it to be, or or that Kevin Durant contested twenty footer. I mean, it, it, you're right. I, I do think the Bucks can can D it up. I think that's just what they want to get to. And, and right now, you know, it's not looking great as they're trying to work to that. Yeah, I mean, uh, now they got to turn around and play uh, uh, tomorrow night. We'll see how they do. Jim, it's great catching up. I'm glad you've had so much fun with the Packers and the Bucks and the Journal Sentinel. That's great. Uh, I, I it's been snowing here so much, as you know, in Milwaukee and <laughs> the cold weather. It snows and ice storms <laughs> and blizzards and 50 feet of snow. I don't even know anymore what day it is or where you've been or how you've been. I'm just glad we caught up tonight. It's good talking to you, man. Oh, definitely. I'm going to pour a, uh, was it a Milwaukee old fashioned when we get home, man? You're right. Cause you got, you got to warm up. <laughs> so you go, go have a drink. And, uh, there he is. No, it's been good. My man. Good talking to you. Jim Ozars. Is America's primary system working? Is the electoral college still the best process for electing a president? 
could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. The Nets are beating the Lakers' ass right now. Still a long way to go. Uh, two and a half left in the third. 87-67. Gasol at the stripe, though, for Lipstick City. Lakers down 20. Bottom line, uh, now 19. Bottom line, uh, when you look at this game, uh, Harris 5 of 6 from downtown. Harden 3 of 5 from downtown. Harden's got 21, two boards, 10 dimes, the double-double. Harris, 16 spot with those five threes. Kyrie, 12, 5, and 4. He's over from downtown. TLC, a 15 spot. Five three-pointers for TLC. How about this guy coming in and jacking threes, five of seven, and and putting up a 15 spot? Little dabble, do you? On the other side, LeBron, 25, four, and six. We have footage. Frank Vogel getting on the Lakers during a timeout. This is extraordinary footage. You keep playing this way, you won't beat anybody who's even good, let alone great. There were some people that thought he sounded like Kurt Russell there. But that was clearly Frank Vogel. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 Eastern on Coast to Coast on Sports Grid and on Sirius 204, Mightier 1090, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Great job, Mafia. Sports Rage is next. Enjoy the rest of the Nets kicking the Lakers' ass. I hope they don't come back. Screw you, Southern Cali. Come on, Nets. Get some of that Brooklyn. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.